Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owner? If you're new here, I've got a free ebook on how to scale your business to multiple six and even seven figures by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself as the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is DM me the word gift on Facebook at Brent Weaver. That's facebook.com slash Brent Weaver. And I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in business and life. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we are hanging out with Barry Alt and Laura Southerly. Barry is from Motorhead Digital. He's worked with over 225 clients in his niche of uh, the automotive niche. He's been published over eight times. He's been working with some of his clients for over 20 years. And we've got Laura Southerly with us today. She's from Activation. She has worked with over 450 agriculture clients, has over 320 agriculture websites that she's built, uh, and she's been able to successfully 3x her income while doing 25% of her work. Both Barry and Laura have been longtime clients of us here at YouGurus, so full disclosure on that one. But one of the things that we brought the two of them from different companies, which is different than we normally do on our podcast, is to talk about something very special that two of these entrepreneurs have been doing to run their agencies successfully together for the last couple of years around this idea of being accountability partners or accountability buddies, or in their words, they call it a success, success partners to grow their business. So Barry and Laura, welcome to the program. Thank you for having us. Thanks. Share our stories. Yeah. So I kind of said it in the intro and we'll talk a little bit more about your business, some of the stuff that we've done collaboratively together over the last few years. And I just, I, I love seeing the success that you've had out there in your markets. Yeah. This whole like success partners thing. When did you decide to kind of create an accountability buddy relationship to kind of push each other as as agency owners? Yeah. So as you know, we used to be business catalyst partners. And when that all blew up, um, like within a day, one of your past mentors brought a number of us together in a Facebook messenger chat. And we were chatting about how to get out of this for like a month. And then from there, you know, Laura and I connected and said, hey, you want to do accountability? Like the next day we were doing it every day. Yes, with you gurus, of course, that's a, a key thing to have that accountability partner to push you along. But with um, when, like Barry said, when uh, we were using that platform that decided to go away, a group of us are like, now what? And so it just kind of made sense that as we started talking, the accountability was clicking based on what you gurus was encouraging us to do. And then we've just been able to take it that much further. So there was a crisis and there through the crisis. <laughs> yes, because there's a lot of platforms we had to evaluate fast. We didn't have the time. We didn't have the luxury. We didn't have the leisure to be able to sit back and trial and error. A group of us were like divvying them up and saying, okay, let's look at this. Let's look at that. So as all of those platforms were shaking out, it really paid off to have each of us, you know, grab and um, test 
different platforms and come back versus us taking. So we were able to do a lot more work and let a lot less time by relying on each other. So to me, I mean, there's, there's a component of this that's accountability of, hey, are you getting your stuff done? Am I getting my stuff done? But it almost sounds like this came out of a small focused mastermind around this crisis that you were all kind of sharing information and that you were dividing and conquering to some degree within this crisis, within this problem. So that's a little bit gives us context for how this kind of started. What, I guess, why continue doing it? Did you just get really good results by getting together and holding each other accountable for that? Or why did this work for you? And why was it something that you wanted to do long-term? Um, I'll, I'll take that. Um, I, you know, I've been working over 23 years in a small office and I didn't, I had virtual team and we just connected on a number of levels, values, time we've been in business, number of clients, all this stuff. And so we just started doing it every day. We'd have an eight o'clock call for 15 minutes and talk about the, what we're going to work on for the day. We used to have a sheet where we put all that stuff in and it grew from there to a lot more. I think a lot of our listeners can connect with that. Uh, if we were doing this show normally, I'd say, hey, if you have a virtual agency, you probably connect with feeling a little bit isolated and all that kind of stuff. Well, hey, <laughs> we're recording this in November of 2020. So we're all, you know, at least for most of us, right? We're, we're mostly working from home. Most people are virtual right now. And tell me a little bit more about that. So if you are, you know, virtual working from home, kind of, I mean, I don't know, I get the impression of feeling a little bit isolated sometimes. I mean, I have my family outside of my office door, you know, if I want to go get some, you know, hear some yelling and screaming and kids crying and, you know, the chaos of my house, uh, obviously I can get as much of that as I want, but maybe I'm not feeling that connection with other agency owners or other entrepreneurs, right? So, so how did that work for, for the two of you in terms of overcoming that sense of isolation or, uh, or feeling a little bit like you're, you're having to manage yourself all the time? Well, I think a few things. One, as you mentioned, it was a crisis, you know, with that many clients on a platform that is going away. Is You have to stop and think, is this time to basically pack it up and say, thank you very much. I'm going to take a few years off. So it makes you stop and reevaluate. And the nice thing with Barry and I, with our conversation every morning, it was a routine. So like Barry was saying, it was 8 a.m., you're dressed for work, ready for success, at your desk and getting the job done. You didn't have a chance to, or I didn't have a chance to kind of wallow in my sorrows and wonder, oh my goodness, um, it was nice to really put the positivity and the right foot forward every morning. And just to have that conversation to say, where do we go from here? And then knowing that, you know, the community is much larger because, you know, we are blessed with being part of this great community. But as Barry and I talked we realized that we were having to accomplish the exact same thing in basically parallel industries. So we very um, we made the conscious decision not to become partners, but yet we could use the same assets. So as we were moving clients to new platforms, we were able to do it a lot more efficient and feel like we had someone else in the office to talk to if we needed to talk things out. So that really did help with the isolation. And we we joke saying that when all this came around in 2020, we were, you know, doing Zoom before Zoom was cool. And so our, you know, everybody that helps our team were able to share. So some of the 
elements that we have out there, we're able to just basically repurpose for his industry and repurpose for mine. So we're doing again, we're getting things done faster. Yeah, what, what was interesting too in the whole course of this is as we were figuring out where to move sites, talking to clients to rebuild their sites on new platforms, we were writing proposals and sharing proposals. And also we both pushed each other to go, no, you need to increase that 20%. And there was one instance where Laura called me on, it was Christmas time. And she goes, client didn't make the call. What do you think about this proposal? I go add three grand to it. And she won the project. So that collaboration and looking at each other's stuff was huge to us. And, and there's a number of partners in our community that we all look up to and go, oh my gosh, how do they do that? And I want that, right? And I grew up with a dad that said, don't partner with anybody. Because we've seen a lot of partnerships go the wrong way, right? So we're figuring out how to do it without having all the icky stuff, right? So, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of felt like when you mentioned daily calls at eight a.m. almost feels to some, I mean, really close to a business partnership. Like when I think of traditional accountability buddies, I mean, doing daily check-ins with somebody is like is uh, is accountability buddies on steroids, right? We're not just checking in like, you know, I've got a friend that we've been doing a, a monthly check-in for, uh, I think we're going on about 10 years. And we do an extended breakfast and it's once a month and we do go deep on it, but it's, it's, it's infrequent, you know? We do hold each other accountable a little bit, but it's a lot of just digging deep and kind of having that trusted partnership. But daily check-ins to me feels a little bit like a, a partner, but you're, you're making it work within this kind of success partner concept. And, you know, and I can totally relate too with that whole like raising the price thing, right? You're about to like send the proposal. You've talked yourself down a little bit and just having that person say, hey, no, you should, you should go ahead and raise this. Yeah. Increase your confidence. It really, truly does. And I think we've been doing it for a while and we were invited in to do a show and tell to you Academy. And as I was researching, I found an article that was called uh, why, you know, why have accountability partner when you can have a success partner? I'm reading and going, we're already doing all that. This is, this is us. That's where that came from. But with the tools that are out there now shared, you know, G suites and, and zoom and everything, we can, we share a lot of the same stuff. And that's led us to putting together programs that we sell. We don't sell one-off things anymore. And we built, we took something Laura had and turned it into, you know, took it out, Laura took it off the shelf one day and said, hey, check this out. And we that's even got us deeper into stuff. Hey, what's up, agency owners? Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Float. As an agency owner, you need quick, reliable answers to questions like, how much money will I make next month? When can I afford to make another hire? And what if I lose that big client? Float, the cash flow and scenario planning software for Zero and QuickBooks Online, helps you answer these questions and more so you can start making smart business decisions with confidence. To access an exclusive six-week trial of Float and set up a call with one of their cash flow experts, visit floatapp.com slash the digital agency show. So like a service level, I feel like accountability buddy is like, hey, did you get this thing done that you said that you're going to do? A little bit of that peer accountability. Like I don't want to let my, you know, uh, Mark, who I meet with on a monthly basis, like I don't want to let Mark down. I say I'm going to do something, you know, I tend to, I'm just a smidgen, like 5% more likely to do it because I don't want to let him down. Uh, but you just talked about some collaboration. So you go beyond just 
holding each other accountable and even sharing information. But now you're talking about you're both selling similar products or services to different, drastically different markets. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. um, Well, Benjamin Hardy's the guy who wrote the article about account uh, success partners. And what he was talking about was accountability is like, oh, I got to come up with that thing for my accountability partner to hold me accountable. And then I got to go, geez, I got to get that done. And we don't do that. We, we talk about building, especially since we're doing our programs and stuff. Um, we've been able to collaborate on that and build some, our, our niches are really different, but the people in our niches are very, the same, very much alike. Put jeans on in the morning and a baseball cap and they get down to work. And the other thing too is, yes, I have traction. I always considered L10 meetings and never quite was effective with them. But now we hold an L10 meeting together every Monday. And I know that might sound a little bit odd, but we actually have our operations manager. She comes in and it's split. But yet just hearing the conversation as to how Barry is attracting his clientele and getting published, but he's attracting him through Instagram, LinkedIn, areas that I haven't gone into yet. I know that they are getting the automation built and tested and tried and true. So I might be working on something else, but hearing this conversation keeps me on track to when I can pull that into activation. So it's really nice that I don't lose weeks at a time to get back to projects. I know that something's moving forward on different fronts at all times. Yeah, I, I was struggling. I went through the traction thing too. And I was struggling. How do I do this L10 stuff? I want to do it. I know I need to do it. I have a dev team, but I have one VA, a high level VA. That's our operations manager. How can I do that? And then we got talking and we set that up and it runs really well. And we just brought on another shared VA. We have what? five or six people that we work with on a regular basis. A number of them come into meetings every week um, together. So but even our part, our, our way of onboarding people now is a process. It's so similar that it just allows us to ask our operations manager, boom, she can onboard somebody. And again, that part is completely separate, but yet it's a rinse and repeat that we're not having to do it all alone. Um, and maybe drop the ball here or there. Even today, Barry joined me on a huge meeting, and it was just nice to have his ears to hear how I was doing the presentation, asking the questions, and I'll reciprocate. And so it's something that we just kind of trade because, one, it keeps us in practice to be in those conversations. It keeps us sharp. I mean, it, it really does help to had the feedback from someone, you know, another agency owner after the meeting going, okay, if you would have asked it this way, or like Barry was keeping time for me today. Yes, I had my VA on there too, but it was just kind of nice that an e-commerce question came up that Barry was able to assist with. Excellent. So I hope to be able to help him out in the same manners. Yeah. And one thing that as a single shop a long time for years, I was like, how do I go on vacation? How do I do this? Well, Laura is going away next week. I'll have her back both time. I have access to things that I can answer a client's questions. I can run, run stuff. We can make sure that she can enjoy her vacation. So, plus we also have a, you know, unwritten hit by a bus thing too. So our businesses don't crash and burn if something happens, unfortunately happens to either of us. So I have... I have a lot that I want to unpack because there was there, there was a lot there. Um, and, and for our listeners, some some terms were mentioned. 
Traction. Uh, that's a book by Gina Wickman. If you haven't read it, highly encourage you to. They run a business called EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System, and they advocate for weekly standing meetings uh, with your all of your direct reports. They call them L10s which stands for level 10 meeting, where basically you're, you're giving your, your meeting a rating on a uh, one to 10, which might sound scary if you're, if you're letting your team rate your meetings, if your meetings aren't very good, uh, or if you don't think your meetings are very good. So that's just, that, that's what that means for our listeners that aren't super uh, familiar with those tools. But you just, just to go back to that. So you have a joint level 10 meeting where you're solving issues in each of your individual businesses. You have one operations manager that you share between your two companies that's on that meeting at the same time. And you're basically creating space for each of you to go through your issues and work your issues with your operations manager present. And you're getting that real-time feedback maybe from one another about how to solve those issues uh, more effectively. That is fascinating. So each of you, what, you just kind of chip in and kind of you each pay half the invoice for the operations manager directly. Okay, so she is, we have both have teamwork programs. So in teamwork, our ops manager has set up a project for L10 for both of us with boards in it. And then those boards, she brings it in and looks through it. And then she tracks time and she splits the, it's an hour and a half meeting and she splits it between us. And I just, I feel like there are listeners that are tuning in right now and they're thinking to themselves, kind of to what you said earlier, Bear, like, I don't want a business partner. But then there's the, you know, kind of the evil, twi- you know, the evil twin of that statement is I don't have anybody to help me work my issues. Like, I feel like I'm having to do everything myself. So ultimately, you're making the call. So Barry, like with your business and Laura with your business, you're both, you, you both have, you know, uh, you both play CEO within your own business. N- neither one can force you to do anything that you don't want to do, but you're also getting the benefit of maybe some of that soundboard. Absolutely. There's been times where I've put something, we have an issues list, and if there's something that we're going to work on, we'll pop it in there. And as our ops manager is reviewing it with me, and you know, there's been many times where we've built something out or Laura's built something out, and I'll say, because our niches are very similar in some cases, I can use that. We just have to modify it, right? So there's a number of things that 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 we've built and shared. So it, it doesn't have, you have to. I don't build something and Laura reinvents the wheel. I build it, we test it, then we tweak it for her. And we even have it to the point where our blogs. When we go to do our blogs, we come up with some titles. Obviously, the titles will change, but the content of the blog is pretty similar. So we're basically um, sharing some of the costs there with blog articles. So that helps tremendously too. Yeah, our content writer, yeah, shares the cost with our content writer, which you know. And she knows enough about SEO and stuff, so she tweaks the article so we're not posting exactly the same thing. But there's a cost savings there. Plus, we get more assets out of what we're doing. All right, we, I've kind one, of, um, what's that, Laura? I was going to say, the one thing I found out working in my own office for so long is I might think, oh, I'm just rocking it. I'm doing that you know, I'm getting things down and got my processes the way they want. And then I realized that with how fast this industry moves, I have just missed so much because I put my head down and, you know, concentrated on just what activation was doing. But having these L10 meetings, working with Barry, working with other people in the community, it does, I feel like I'm keeping pace. And 
everything that Barry does, I don't do vice versa. There's some things because again, we know what's best for our own industries, but yet we don't have to reinvent the wheel when we do decide to engage in different things. Exactly. And and that's one thing that, that really kind of solidified that what we're doing makes sense is because we're, we're, we're increasing our sales. We're, we're, taking things and rinse and repeat, but we've also had a number of people from, from your community come to us and say, we like what, you we do do what you're doing. How do you do that? We've actually had meetings with a number of people and we know of at least three groups of people, uh, couples, I should say, <laughs> success partners that they're doing their own thing. Some are doing it different, but some are doing it even better than we are. You mentioned this unwritten hit by a bus thing. Is it actually unwritten or do you have a contract or agreement or something in place or it's just kind of something you, you verbally talked about if something happens to me kind of, you know, you could help me to offload my clients or get them to a resource that's going to work for you. You've got access to their websites and things like that. I, I feel like there's, I mean, I don't, again, I don't know the legal side of this, but I mean, are there at this point because you are so integrated? I mean, I know you're not part like business partners technically, but. I mean, is there a need for having some of this stuff in in writing if it is so integrated? Well, the way it works with right now is, you know, my wife has Laura's cell phone. My wife doesn't call Laura, but if something happens to me, that's who she's going to call. But my brother-in-law is in my will as being charged my business, but he's so disconnected from it. He needs to have somebody to call and say, hey, do you know what's going on? And Laura knows a lot of my clients, just like I know a lot of her clients. So that's, that's kind of where it, other than having access to some key passwords and stuff when vacation and stuff, um, that's kind of where it ends. But there's been thought of, you know, <laughs> how do we do this? So there is somebody that it's written, written writing, right? And I think that's, I love hearing about that because I know there's a lot of solopreneurs or even agency owners that are the sole owner of the business. They kind of have keys to the kingdom and maybe their spouses don't really have access to that stuff. And if they did have access, maybe it'd be like a bull in a China shop. They really wouldn't know, you know, what they had, right. They, they'd be given keys to this, like, you know, uh, to the spaceship, right. And they're like, okay, I don't even know how to get in this thing, let alone, you know, start it up and fly it. And so I think that's, that's amazing to have that person that's, that's trusted, knows the business well enough that they could at least get, get people moving or get them to the right place. Yes, that is uh, the feeling of my husband. He would not know what to do. So it sounds like you've described him perfectly, but he knows to get reach out to talk to Barry. You know, so that's more the key is, you know, we have our spouses introduced so that they can talk if one of us, you know, I mean, Barry's been there for my open heart surgery. Um, I helped him when he was in Ireland, when I was out of country last year. So there's been some different things that, um, we made sure the businesses still ran. It wasn't like we were in there every day, but just his team knew they could reach out to me if they got stuck and vice versa. Yeah. There was one instance where you had a client that needed another set of business cards for a new employee that you had bought through a brand specialist that we all work with here that we all know. And the, your VA texts me and goes, I don't know who this is or what to do. I says, you need to call this person. And they'll take care of you. And they did, because I knew about it. Hey, what's up, agency owners? As someone that's built hundreds of websites for clients over the last 20 years, I know how important it is to have a content management system that is fast to set up and delivers my clients' websites with the speed the internet demands. If you're looking for a new CMS, I'd like to introduce you to a new platform called Zephyr, a content management system built for power users and agencies. 
Build websites faster, make clients happier. Find out more at ZephyrCMS.com and get one free site for life and a free theme set up valued at $500. That's ZephyrCMS.com. Now let's get back to our interview. So we've, we've kind of hyped up. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I think we've talked about a lot of the good parts of having a success partner and, uh, you know, kind of a accountability buddy that's taken to the next level. I mean, how long have you been in this for a few, a few years now? Have there been some challenges or difficulties? I mean, I had a business partner for 20 years and I'm the first to say, you know, a lot of great stuff, a lot of great times, right? But there were also some challenges and some issues that we had to kind of work through at a relationship level. Have there been challenges that have been difficult to overcome or even close calls around whether the uh, success partnership was going to continue? I think for me, the squirrel syndrome, because Barry is one that he's excellent on delegating. He takes an idea, runs with it. He's seven weeks ahead of me. I'm also juggling, you know, family, a farm and, you know, everything else. So projects move fast for Barry. They do not move fast for me. So I do struggle a lot of times going, okay, Laura, stay focused on the products in hand and just kind of put that on the shelf. So I don't, you know, run at the shiny object every time Barry's like, well, heck, I'm done with that. I'm onto this. I'm done with that. I'm onto this. And so that part can be a little bit struggle realizing that my pace has to be my pace and my pace and for my clients. So that would be the biggest thing um, that I've run into. Yeah. And it, and I've learned, look, I've grown a lot and, and it'll be three years and three years in April, this coming April. I've learned that I don't just go, Hey Lord, let's do this. Because I have to think through it, wait, you know, because there's a lot of times I've come up with ideas and Laura's just like, good idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for, and, and I think that's too, like, if we, you know, to talk about EOS, the book Traction, they talk about this kind of visionary integrated relationship where two people are coming to the table. One person's like 20 ideas before breakfast and the other one's more pragmatic of, hey, we already decided that we're going to work on these three ideas. So either one of those ideas needs to come off or... We need to wait on these ideas, right? And, and and I'm feeling a little bit of that. Like you're almost like while you're not running that kind of relationship within your like one business, you're 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 serving that purpose between two different businesses. Well, and yeah. I realize it's okay. He can go and you know submit articles, and he can go and be fabulous. That does not reflect on me because we are just parallel businesses. It it does come back to just sitting down and going. What is moving activation? What is moving Motorhead Digital forward? And it's okay. It's very much okay. Well, the two of you have a fantastic mindset. I super appreciate you coming by the show today to talk about your success partnership and how to take accountability, uh, an accountability buddy partnership to the next level. We talked about some of the details today about how that would work, how the two of you make that work, some of the do's and don'ts. I hope our listeners got a ton out of that. I know I've got some some thoughts about how to make my accountability partnership uh, work even better with the, with how you to do it. And uh, I think this is just super fascinating and cool. And it's not really common, which is what I like about it, that people that are out there running solo practitioner businesses or small agencies, this is an, a way for you to potentially have maybe some of the benefits of having a business partner, but not necessarily uh, the downside. So thanks for sharing this. Are you two ready for our lightning round? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, Laura, you said yes first. So we'll start with you. What is the best advice you've ever received? Surround yourself with people who remind you of your future more than your past. And I know that's a quote from Dan Sullivan, but I tell you what, it's so true. And um, this group is it. And Barry? 
I had one, but I just crossed it out. And I, I don't know if it's the same as Lord, but I've always been told, hang around with people smarter than yourself. Love it. Very two, two really good, good pieces of advice there. Laura, which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Starting my day at 8 a.m. sharp, dressed for success in business. So it's not, you know, that's that's the short and sweet of it. I like that one. I always got to put it on like my Yougaroo's shirt. That's like I'm, it's business time, right? When it's time to go bike or whatever. I got my like other, other clothes, but love to hear that. Uh, Barry, best personal habit? We chat about this before. We both said the same thing. For 23 years since I've been not been working for somebody, I get up, I'm here at eight o'clock, dressed for success and ready to go. Very cool. Laura, internet tool, resource, or app that you use on a regular basis that you think our listeners would find valuable? I want to give it as a given, but online banking has saved me because I'm a huge profit first gal. And I tell you what, being able to do the transfers and I don't have to go to town anymore with my online deposits and all my account transfers. Very cool. So almost like two tools there, Profit First, uh, Mike McCallowitz's book and system, and also making sure you've got your system set up with a really good, efficient online banking partner. Uh, Barry, tool, app, or uh, resource you use that you think our listeners would find valuable? Yeah, you're going to get two. One that Profit first because Laura pushed me into it. She said, you got to do this first of the year. It's made a huge difference. And uh, one that I heard on one of your shows a long time ago, uh, Rebump for uh, Gmail. It it takes and uh, you can set it up to send so many automatic responses if somebody doesn't reply to your email. It's been huge. Nice. Like So you've sent an email and you haven't heard back and you're just kind of like, hey, just want to put this to the top of your inbox kind of stuff. Yeah, just you set up what the message is going to be. They're very simple, but you can say send one another one in three days, send another one in five days, send another one in seven days. And it works a lot. It works really good. Suddenly I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I missed that email. Yeah, we're doing this. Nice. And finally, Laura, what book would you recommend and why? Fix It Next. That's going to be, of course, you know, get rich in the deep end, but Fix It Next is <laughs> um, also on my pile that I'm, uh, I like the way that book, you don't have to go cover to cover, that you actually get into what chapter matters most to you. Very nice. And Barry? I like how you slit that slit that book in there. Nothing like getting some brownie points there, Laura. No. <laughs> uh, Who Not How? And that's a brand new book that one of our uh, buddies shared with us. I got. I didn't even get through the intro and I had all half the book, half of the intro section highlighted. It's awesome. Very cool. Well, if you are one of our listeners who is out on a run or on the road or like me on your bike, you can check that out at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. We'll have some awesome gold nuggets, takeaways, lessons learned from Barry and Laura. We'll also have links out to Profit First, uh, Rebump, Fix It Next, which is also, I believe, a Mike McCallowitz book, and uh, Who, Not How. And uh, maybe we'll shamelessly promote my book, Get Rich in the Deep End, because, hey, why not? It's my show. Uh, so thank you for that. How can our folks find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that you can check out? And we'll start with you, Laura, on that one. Um, I would just take them to my page or my website for Activation. That's A-G-T-I-V-A-T-I-O-N.com. And they can learn more and feel free to reach out for a strategy call if they would like to learn more about success partnerships. Awesome. And Barry? 
Yeah, same. Check out MotorheadDigital.com and reach out. We have a calendar on our site. Sweet. So if you are out there and you want to learn a little bit more about what it takes to create a successful success partnership or even just uh, how to take an accountability buddy relationship to the next level and get some lessons learned, these two have done it absolutely fantastic three years and running. And they've also taken this and integrated a lot more than just accountability, which I think is super cool. So check that out at Activation uh, or Motorhead Digital. We will also put links to your websites, social media, all that good stuff on our show notes page. So if you're like, wow, this episode's had so much information, just go to our yougurus.com forward slash podcast. If you're listening to this week of, you'll see Barry and Laura's photo up there right at the top. Click on that bad boy and you'll find all those resources in one place. And yeah, if you have questions, reach out to Barry and or uh, Laura and find out more about that. So uh, I always love hanging out with two of you. You've been amazing clients of ours for so long. And uh, it's so cool to see the evolution your business has taken over the last few years. So thanks again for stopping by the program today. Yeah, thanks, Brent. Thank you. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want that free ebook on how to scale to multiple six and seven figures, all you got to do is DM me on Facebook the word gift at Brent Weaver, and I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Thank you.